Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is Vocalo Radio. Today we have some very special guests in the studio, and they are part of my history. I'm talking about Liquid Soul, my old band, my old crew, guys that I've uh, traveled the world with. We are getting together on the 25th of November at the Metro for a very, very special occasion. The event's called Music for Mars. Before we get into it, I want to go around the room and introduce everybody who's in the studio. We're gonna start with Mr. MCB. Brian, welcome. What's up, Jess? Welcome. Thanks for having us. To his right, we got the Dirty MF. Hello, hello. Mr. Tommy Klein. Hello. And Mr. Ron Haynes, welcome. What's happening, Vocalo? What's happening, Jesse? The event is called Music for Mars. Yeah, Music for Mars. Liquid Soul featuring Mars Williams with the Joe Marcinek Band, Jesse De La Pena, and we got some extra special guests that are coming out as well. We got Jeff Coffin of the Dave Matthews Band and Ike Riley as well. Brian, tell us a little bit about why we are all getting together and why this is such a special event. Well, Mars has been battling cancer. As bandmates and friends, we decided let's let's come together and celebrate Mars and bring some awareness to you know this battle that he's going through and, and try to raise some money as well. Mars is definitely one of the most important musicians I know. He's had his hand in a lot of different genres of music. If you know Mars, and maybe you know some of his uh, Liquid Soul stuff, the Acid Jazz stuff, that only scratches the surface because we're talking about the 80s. Mars was on a bunch of records that you guys hear all the time and probably don't even know. Um, the Waitresses, I Know What Boys Like, that was a big record. Um, Square Pegs, that, that 80s show, the theme, the, yeah. the song for that, he was a part of that. Psychedelic Furs, Billy Idol's band, Power Station. I mean, the list goes on. I knew Mars through Tommy. Uh, Tommy introduced us uh, a while back when we were doing the first band, Booty Kings, uh, Smart Bar. So big shout out to Joe Shanahan for assembling that, the group. That was my very first kind of involvement with live musicians. It was a learning experience, to say the least. I mean, coming from just the DJ background and, you know, just kind of knowing beats per minute and intros and mixing songs in, Joe gave me the opportunity to get out of the DJ booth and get on stage with the band. And uh, yeah, that was where it all started for me. Tommy, remember we were doing Substrata on Thursday nights? Yep. And uh, we took a little break and then we kind of like reformed what we started. We had like this um, changing lineup. It was no drummer. It was just me doing the beats, Tommy on guitar. I think Derek was on bass. Tim Ovenna was on uh, percussion. We would feature all the MCs and the poets that would get up there. We did that for a while at the Culture Club on, on Monday nights. Before there was Elbow Room Monday nights, there was the Culture Club. Yeah. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with my old band, Liquid Soul. Can you tell me, Tommy, how you connected with Mars? How'd you guys get together first? Oh, man. Uh, Avalon Nightclub. Mars was on the scene. He was uh, in and out of town touring with uh, some of the bands that you named. He would go out on the road. I was over at the Vic Theater with my brother. Uh, we were running the Vic and Mars was just popping up in all the clubs. I would see him all the time. And I don't really remember the moment I became friends with him, but we just ended up being friends. And uh, Mars had a group called Act of God, and it was kind of a fusion-y, rock and roll, jazzy. Uh, we did a lot of Mars's originals. And when the opportunity came up, 
to do Sunday nights at the Elbow Room in the basement down there, I remember talking to you and I go, I'm in this group and I think if we all got together with the DJ and we kind of, if you remember, we kind of had a talk like Ricky and Mars into doing it because I remember telling them about this thing we were doing in the the basement of uh, Metro at the Smart Bar and um, we kind of had to talk them into it, you know, and you were like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I go, Mars writes these tunes and he comes from a very diverse background, avant-garde and Mars was turning me on to all this stuff. At the same time, you know, I, uh, the AACM, he comes out of the scene, you know, you were hipping me to what DJs do and the, the Groove Collective was happening in New York and Joe Shanahan had kind of like connected us with what was happening out there and it was all just kind of coming together. It was very exciting and you were introducing me to all the hip hop people and people were showing up at our gigs and break dancing and I had never seen anything like that before you know I was, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I know these guys that show up at our gigs and be setting up easels and everything and I Jesse what's going on over there <laughs> these airbrush guys were doing you know the artwork and everything and I was like man this is pretty I don't know if I'm allowed to swear but this is pretty fucking cool you know it's like <laughs> How about you, Ron? How'd you connect with Mars? Well, bouncing off that, Frankie Hill uh, and myself was playing another band across town. It was a band called Damba 8. It was like a world band. And Frankie was playing keyboards and saxophone in there. And I was playing with them, and I was doing some spotty gigs off and on with the Ohio Players. I was doing something with them and jobbing band stuff. And so Frankie said, uh, you should come to the Elbow Room they started a new band over there, and I said, okay, I'll come check it out. And we was just jamming, doing a lot of freestyle stuff. You was on the tables. I think Larry Beers was playing the first night I came down there, and then Dan Leali ended up being our regular drummer, and Tommy and Ricky. Every Sunday we was doing that, and it was like $5 to get in there. What I really remember what happened was nobody was down there a lot. You know, people, it was a scene. But one day, it was like one of them weekends, maybe it was Labor Day or something. But that next Monday was a holiday, and everybody was off. So we did a Sunday down there, and it was, it was crazy. It got packed. And after that, the scene just blew up. Ever since that, every Sunday after that was, was there. I actually wasn't in the band. Mars was kind of contemplating that he wanted another horn in the band. And Tommy wanted, wanted me to be in the band. And I remember that. Mars was like, ah, I don't know. We might don't need another horn. You know, so. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know. And then he said, well, come back down next Sunday. I'm like, man, I'm not going to come no more if you're not going to use me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so next thing I know, Tommy kept talking to him. And before you know it, I was in the band. And we started taking off from there. You know what happened there. We started creating tunes and. Then all the rappers in the city and Dirty came down one night, you know, and, and next thing you know, Liquid Soul is starting to form. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with Liquid Soul. Definitely started picking up speed. What comes hand in hand is Sunday and Monday at Elbow Room. Mm -hmm. yep. Sunday night kicked it off. Mm -hmm. John Litz, much love to him, Patrick and the crew. Yeah. We did the acid jazz thing, but once things started heading in a good direction and it turned into something, I saw an opportunity to, to try to do a hip-hop night. Because I couldn't have came with a hip-hop night right off the bat. The north side, that neighborhood, Chicago, where hip-hop was, it wasn't mainstream at that point. Hip-hop had a bad rap. 
We always wanted a regular place. There were parties around the city, but most of them didn't last very long. And there was a lot of one-off parties. You know, we did some bigger events at the Vic, Fat Beats and Fresh Lyrics, me and Jeremy Soul. And we did two of them. Like any of these parties, they only lasted a very short time. So this was an opportunity to do something regularly on a Monday night, because that was the only night they would give us. (laughs) You know, back then, it was a miracle to get a night. But were they even open? Like I Exactly. Like, I don't think they were. I don't think they were open. A little history. Um, John Litz was friends with Tommy Klein. The elbow room was a restaurant and they were phasing out the uh, the kitchen and they were going to go straight music. The closing weekend, Tommy invited me to dinner and I had dinner with him and John Litz upstairs in elbow room. It was weird to see. It was like a restaurant with waiters. And we told John about this thing we were doing at culture club and and at the same time we were getting these pretty cool opening gigs for a lot of great people you know we were opening for like the giant step folks when they come through from new york we'd open for ronnie jordan we opened for uh, maceo parker from the jb's we lucked into some pretty amazing slots and you know we were building at that time but yes, yeah, Spo was the very first MC host from the group Rubber Room. Uh, much love to Metamo oh, and the whole crew, yes. Lumber. Yes. Yep. At some point, Spo was MIA. I don't know where he went. He disappeared. But before that, he introduced me to Dirty. Yeah. And he brought him in at one point. There was something going on at the same time. I think the spot had an open mic at that time. Somebody had heard Dirty on the mic. I don't know if it was Larry was telling me. Somebody was. So, you know, this is all forming. But at some point, Spo wasn't able to, to do the gig and uh, Dirty stepped up. Yeah. So Spo and I had known each other for too long. When we met, we just hit it off immediately. We're from a crew called Elements of Nature. It was so many people in the crew that all of us had not even met yet by this time. We hung out for a few days. The elbow room, you guys were just starting it, maybe a week or two into it, maybe a month. He just kept telling me, like, dude, for some reason, I was so entertaining to him personally. Like, I was just his personal entertainment. He was like, you have to come do this. You have to meet Jess. You have to do this, this, and that. So that's actually how we met. Spo actually took me there. It was like, you should do this night with me. I never hosted, I never done anything. I was just like his personal entertainment. Listen to me rap all the time, all down, just rhyme, 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 rhyme. He was like, you should do this with me. So that's kind of how I came along. And we hosted together for a while. And he kind of went his own way to do his own thing. That was like right before we went to Double Door. You fell in there, and I remember you exactly right. Spo disappeared, and we was cutting the record down there live. Yes, but Spo's on that record. He's on the record. Everybody on that rubber room is just that record. <laughs> All the rappers that came did the freestyle at night is on is on that record. But when you came down there and we heard your voice, we was like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, we're gonna have to use him," you know. And then next thing you know, you was being a regular. I got an invitation, right, to right. come to the studio, exactly, to do Afro Loops. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. Like, I don't know how I was chosen, but Jesse was like, we want you to come do this song. And I'm like, all right. And so I got there, and I remember you, Mars, you guys were like, rap about jazz. <laughs> and I'm like, you mean like Donald Byrd, whatever? You're like, yes. yes, yes. And, yeah. and that was it. And Go for it. We cut that song. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with Chicago Acid Jazz Band, Liquid Soul.
we talked a little bit about recording at Elbow Room because that was our, our, our first record, self-titled record. It was a live recording. We actually recorded Sunday night. And this was not just like recording to a dad. Yeah, this is like the truck, outside. The, the truck outside, wires run to the truck. If you listen to that first album, you hear all the people in the, in the crowd and certain things you can make out. We did the jazzy stuff on Sunday, and then we came back the very next day on the hip-hop night, and we recorded with the band. There's a lot of great Chicago MCs on there. There's probably a lot of them that didn't make the cut. I can imagine. So I think what he's saying is like the real one. But it got shaved down to like three rappers, maybe. Yeah, there was a couple freestyle sessions. Uh, and that's how, how we kind of built the tunes. Basically, you know, I would start off the night. Whatever I was playing at the time, right before these guys went on, they would just start jamming along to it. Sometimes I would just take two, two records and keep that groove going. And then we would switch into something else. And then it would be Liquid Soul was playing. I played before, with, in between... I was definitely setting the tone, and that was the cool thing about Liquid Soul. If you saw us at a different venue, you got a good gist of what Liquid Soul was capable, but the whole experience is, was the Sunday so night. night. You know, everything from the incense to the, the yeah. jazz album covers, uh, slides, and nobody was doing that here in Chicago. It was definitely influenced a lot by Giant Step in New York and my friends um, at Brass in LA, yeah. Orlando and Daz and Cockney. We would go to the coast, you know, do these gigs because we were still pushing this acid jazz thing. And Chicago's always been a dance music, house music town. We started having a nice little buzz, but every time we would do some stuff on the road, we'd come back inspired and kind of like, this could work, you know? It didn't hurt that we were on a record label doing some tour support and actually opening for some major bands. And I would say we have Mars, we have Joe Shanahan, we have Frankie Hill. All of those guys definitely helped take us to that next level. But I would have to say out of all of them, it was Mars that was dialed in with the record labels. I mean, he was a rock star in his own right. So he was already, you know, a seasoned musician. You know, I met him in the 90s. There was the whole 80s thing that he, you know. So, Ron, the big party coming up on the 25th at Metro. What can we expect? I mean, there's a lot of guests. It's an all-star lineup. How is it going to work? Is it going to be a big jam session or you guys are planning on doing uh, tunes or what can we expect? It's going to be a show. You know, we got Joe Marcinac going to kick the show off. Actually, you're going to kick the show off spinning. And, <laughs> you know, we got to do that, set the tone like we were yes. talking about earlier. So you're going to set the tone. We got Ike Riley is going to do his thing. And then Joe Marcinac going to kick it off. You're going to spin again. So people, they, they here to get entertained. And then Liquid Soul is going to play, and we're going to set it up, and then we're going to bring in Richard Fortis up first. Then he's going to play with Liquid Soul on Kong, like you say, when I rock, hip-hop, funk, whatever you call it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so Dirty and Brian is going to be handling that show. Screaming. Right. And then after that, we bring in the, the furs up. Second of the fur is going to come up, and then after they do their thing, we bringing up some members that look with soul that used to be in the band, Tommy Sanchez and Dan Liali, along with us, and we're just going to keep on rocking from there. 
And so everybody's going to have a good time. It's going to be something to see for everybody. And we really want to do this for Mars, man, because he really need to see how much we all appreciate him. Just putting this thing together, I remember when I was talking to Brian after we did a show in Naperville, I said, we need to do something for Mars. And then I recruited uh, Frankie. Me and Brian just started rolling. I started calling musicians. And what happened, how the Psychedelic Furs got on and Richard Fortis got on, is Mars was on the road with the Psychedelic Furs. I was trying to keep it a secret from him at first. I was like, ah, we don't want to need to tell him. Right? Yeah. And and I was like, we don't need to tell him. It was just getting too big. I'm like, I got to tell him. (laughs) You know, so once I told him, he was out there, and then those guys start saying, well, we want to participate. So that's how the Psychedelic Furs started being. And then he ran into Richard Fortis of Guns N' Roses out the road, and he said he wanted to participate. So then he ended up being there. And then Ike Rowley, Mars' friend, we did records with Ike in the, in the past before, the Liquid Soul Horns. And so he wanted to participate. And then I like got to call Jesse, and there we go. We rolling. But, man, Jess, some of it is giving people their flowers when they're here. Right. Because... All of us, we don't want to get together in sad moments. We want to be together and celebrate each other while we can. And, and, and I think that was part of it, right? Like, We've right. been consistently celebrating each other for yeah. over 25 years. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not time to stop now. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm excited when I know there's an anniversary coming up because I know that means that we're all getting together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether it's the 10 year, 15 year. I mean, I kind of lost track. What are we at? Like 25? I'm only Man, 25 no, years we old. Like, so <laughs> we we touching 30. 30 years? Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Because we're talking early, like 94 or yes. something, elbow room? Yes. Yeah. You guys were before me coming in, right? Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. You guys mm-hmm. were before us. Yeah, yeah, so there's different iterations of the group. And that's the great thing when we get together like this. We get to kind of bring everybody back together. The last one I think we did was at Double Door. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. The vocalist, it's the drummers, it's the guitar players. It it's just like a who's who of this this of band great musicians. Yeah, it's it's incredible when we are able to do that. And this is like the perfect opportunity for us all to join forces and get the word out for this event. I'm excited to be a part of it. At the end of the day, this is for Mars. You know, we want to show him how important he is to all of us, to the city of Chicago, to the world. Anybody with that much, you know, experience in the game could easily have a big head. Yeah. Mars is a pretty chill dude, unless he's yelling at you. Right. <laughs> why are you, why everybody look at me? Right, right. Dirty got the most experience in that. <laughs> but seriously. We're both Geminis, so I, I Okay, it. that makes sense. Yeah. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and this is my conversation with my old band, Liquid Soul. We're all excited to be a part of it. Brian, let us know how people can get tickets and find out more information about the show. Yeah, MetroChicago.com. Big shout out to Joe Shanahan for for bringing us there. It feels full circle, right? Like you guys starting the original seed of this whole idea at at the Smart Bar and to, you know, be able to come back to the Metro and and do something like this, music for Mars and celebrate Mars and the band and, and this community that was built on the backs of these great clubs and musicians and and people. So super excited about it. So MetroChicago.com. Cool. We're going to be giving away tickets, so definitely stay tuned. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. But we definitely need you to come out there and support. We look forward to 
sharing the stage and seeing uh, some fresh faces and some some older faces that we haven't seen in a while. You know, maybe it's elbow room. Maybe it's, you know, people coming in uh, from from different places. Come out, support. It's a great thing if you've gotten to spend time with Liquid Soul. We have a lot of people who came out to see us on Sunday nights. We would love to see people from the 90s, early 2000s, people from around the world. We've been everywhere, Germany, Poland, Japan, anywhere. Like, it's for Mars. Mars is a great person, and he's the guy that we built all this great music. Like, we built it off the back of Mars, so... We just want to show him that we appreciate him. We sure Chicago appreciates him. And we just want everybody to come out and show some love. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out. Yeah, I definitely want to thank you guys for making it down here and getting the word out. We're going to take a little break. Coming back with some more music right after this. I'm Jesse De La Pena, and that was my conversation with Liquid Soul. We definitely have a lot of history. They are performing at the Metro on Saturday, November 25th for a special event called Music for Mars. It's in honor of Chicago musician Mars Williams. More information at Vocalo.org. 